Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast, where our mission is to provide woodworking education for all levels and all types of woodworkers. To find out more about the Modern Woodworkers Association, visit us on the web at modernwoodworkersassociation.com or follow us on Twitter at NWA underscore national. Now to our host, Tom Iovino, Diami Palatki, and yours truly, Chris Adkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, the 61st edition of the Modern Woodworkers Association online discussion about all things woodworking. I can't believe they keep inviting us back. This is incredible. Um, today's special guests are uh, 360 Woodworking, the three gentlemen who are now starting off with this new venture. Um, but before we get to that motley crew, let's introduce the usual panel of motley people. I'm Tom's, I have, you know, Tom'sWorkbench.com, and I'll be your program's host. Joining me today from Hotlanta, Georgia, Chris Atkins. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Tom. And, and who are you with? I'm with me. You're with you. You're by yourself right now. But, yeah, you're High Rock Woodworking. And, uh, and, and Diami Pilati from Long, sunny Long Island. Bobby. Right? How you doing, Tom? Bobby. Very, veritably Bobby. Uh, and, and you're at the penultimate woodshop. I am. Good. I'm glad to see we nothing's changed since then. And you know what they say, the more things change, the more they say the same. So um, we are in for a real treat tonight because um, we have three folks uh, who are with us, joining us tonight, who really need no introduction. But what they're doing is actually starting something completely new, which does need some introduction. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by introducing them uh, uh, alphabetically, if I can keep these uh, in order. Um, first, we're going to start off with the, with the fantabulous Chuck Bender. Chuck, say hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, Chuck. Hi, How are you? Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Bob. Hi, Glenn. Glenn. Been... Oh, yeah. Glenn. Joining us also is Glenn Ewing. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? All right. How are you guys tonight? Great. Yeah, you're, are, you, are you calling us from NASA Mission Control with that headset on? No. <laughs> I'm calling you from a fantastic living room or office, actually, from up in Middletown, Ohio. Nice. Yeah. And Midwest. And last but certainly not least, Bob Lang joins us. Bob, how you doing? Hey guys. Now you're doing okay, you. Bob. Yeah, Bob I'm, now I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, it's good to have you here, Bob. Okay. Word on the street has it somebody mentioned something about donuts. And I, <laughs> it's kind of an odd way to start the woodworking conversation, but 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 could somebody g- give me a, a little bit of a talk about the about the donut post and what it means for woodworkers as you guys embark on 360 woodworking? Like what do like anybody want to jump in? Doesn't like donuts. Bob Brody. Come on, yeah, who doesn't like donuts? <laughs> well, well, it's uh, kind of a device where uh, you can talk about things without exactly talking about things, and actually we. Um, we did come close to cashing in our 401k and opening up a frozen custard franchise. That <laughs> was discussed talking. at one point this summer. Only one point? So I it is that wrong? <laughs> well, we kept going back to check if uh, that was the, the franchise we wanted to get into. Do they do White Castle franchises? <laughs> no, they're actually privately owned. Uh, damn it. Yeah. Yep. So that's why you guys kept woodworking? Yeah, we couldn't decide between the frozen custard or the donuts, so uh, I guess woodworking is, is what's left. And uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're starting this new venture, and I think we have a little bit of a different approach to business and to publishing than the people we recently worked for. Well, can you tell us about and the new so approach? Because I think 
everyone's eager to find out what the 360 woodworking is going to be all about. Well, I've been waiting for uh, Chuck and Glenn to figure that out and let me know. <laughs> and I've been waiting on Chuck to figure it out and let me know. So we're all on the same boat. You know, and and I'm sure that all of the the listeners who listen to this, you know, know know these three gentlemen well, and uh, you know, and know that these these guys came from, uh, you know, they they've all been with uh, Pop Woodworking Magazine, and there's you know been some changes on that, and um, you know that's kind of what uh, what we're doing on here tonight is just um, just talking a little bit about what that that is, and everybody's kind of you know thrown out a little bit of the the 360 woodworking and. Um, you know, with with the reputation that you guys have in in woodworking, and you know, you know, master craftsmen, just really talented guys. You know, we're we're all pretty excited just to hear about that. So. Well, I think we're still in the process. Certainly, uh, mm-hmm. we've been working real hard. Uh, IT guys, and uh, we're also the IT guys, and, and really, this is just a grassroots kind of fill of operation as, as we uh, kind of thought about leaving our jobs we we started thinking well what constraints that that current is in you know what if we just are we back? what's that are we back we never left were we ever gone oh geez, <laughs> I dropped <laughs> Jeez, I was right How's in the middle of something so good. <laughs> I, you know, I missed, I missed everything. All of a sudden, I got the black screen of death and said there was an error and I had to leave. And oh, it was, it was terrible. Well, catch me up. Yeah, you're always a troublemaker. I know. Uh, anyway, what what I was saying is, is we just kind of thought, well, what if we did things this way instead of that way? And, and what if we didn't have... Uh, the boundaries imposed by paper and ink and normal distribution channels and you know just just what could we do and so uh, we're in the process of with that uh, it should be seen and available pretty soon and and I think you guys are going to like it now one of the things you know is is I know with uh, you you each of you three actually put a blog post out um, um, I don't know, a few days ago or something like that, and just kind of gave some hints to it, and and there's a link to a website on there um, with the the 360 woodworking. What was the anticipation? You think when that's going to you know start going live here and and start getting a little more of the the secrets out? Glenn? Well, um, well, I can I can fill you in a little bit on it. I mean, we uh, we're we were trying to get to the point where we had everything uh, ready to go up and live this week. Probably not going to hit it, so probably going to be after the the uh, weekend's over. And uh, we shot a film, a little video that we're going to post up there that kind of gives you some more hints of what's going on. And I guess you know, for you guys, for your reader, or for your listeners and stuff, one of the things I think we got to look at is you know, for for 20 years we've had magazines being serviced the same way, and you guys know obviously that there's some way new technology out there that's really not being applied to woodworking into the magazine area and that's one of the things we're trying to bring to the forefront a little bit more. Uh, you look at our tagline, we, we think we've got it figured out, I guess I'm not jumping ahead from this, but uh, what we're, we're talking about is 360 woodworking and the tagline underneath it is where tech meets tradition. And I think that gives you a hint about the, some of the stuff we're going to do, but uh, there's a lot to it. We've got a lot in front of us, and the three of us are 
you know, we're working nonstop right now to to put it up and get it all ready to go. So probably next week you'll see some uh, some more tips on what's going to be and kind of move in that direction. What do you hope the experience is going to be like for the viewer, for the for the for the uh, person coming to the site? Uh, is it is it going to be kind of a kind of a uh, hands-on instructional kind of thing? Do you um, do you see uh, do you see a lot of projects? I mean, what what what's the experience going to be like, Chuck? All right. Carlos. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be well. It's going to be 360. So we're going to. It's going to be a real multimedia experience. We have a lot of really great ideas to incorporate um, a lot of different types of media uh, into what we're going to present to you. And it's going to be you know all kinds of things. We're going to have techniques and projects and things like that that are going to be, it's a multi-pronged approach, let's put it that way. Okay. So it's going to so it's gonna appeal to a wide variety of, 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 of learners. It's going to be people who learn by reading and by viewing, right? Right. And okay. some other things, too. Okay. And, and are, you, are you guys shooting for a particular type of woodworker, uh, somebody more experienced, somebody starting out? Are you looking for uh, just, a, just a broad variety? Uh, folks, maybe power tools, hand tools. Is it going to be? It's going to be across the board. The, the the simple answer, Tom, is yes. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell me no in a day. It's going to be yes. Our idea um, is that we're going to be pulling stuff together yeah. for the the guy just beginning, for the guy that's that's um, yeah, fully experienced. I mean, one of the things that bugged me about most of the magazines is once you reach a certain level of woodworking, there's really, you know, the projects don't challenge people. And one of the things we want to make sure we do is challenge all the woodworkers, whether you're a newbie just starting out that, that works fully with hand tools or a guy that's, you know, full out power tool, hand tool, and has been experienced at this stuff for 20-something years. So we're looking to hit that whole gambit. Yeah, sort of thinking it's not a real good idea to divide people up into the little boxes and you know aim at beginners or aim at uh, the all-encompassing intermediate or to aim at pros. And we we kind of think if we do it right, there's going to be something there for everybody. You know, one of the things that's interesting, you know, you you've talked about how um, you know how things are changing and and how you know there's so much technology and stuff out there. And you know, this I I like reading magazines. I do, but at the same time, there's so much. There's so many ways of getting information out. And with a magazine, you know, you're so limited to what you can put into one magazine. And you know, with with the the internet and things like that, there's ways of putting things together with just a vast amount of information that's way more than what a magazine can possibly do. And, you know, it's an interesting concept that, you know, we see this coming on. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really excited that you guys are kind of, you know, trying to push that and, and take a look. Um, because there, there is the way we can store data and, and process data and, and, you know, you can download things so fast now. It's easy to be anywhere. And, um, and, and view this, so you know it's a, it's a great concept. And, and that's, yeah, that's uh, go, go ahead, Chuck. Or you want me to go ahead? <laughs> I'll go ahead. You know, we we hesitate to call it a magazine. What we're up to, uh, because it is a lot more. Sure. Now it, it's going to be similar to a magazine in a lot of ways. Uh huh. Uh, every couple of months, there will be an issue that gets published. 
and in that issue will be a bunch of articles. Uh, so that part is pretty familiar. Uh, the right. people writing are going to be familiar, and not just Glenn, Chuck, and I. We've uh, got quite a few people. I don't think we should really. We're really ready to mention names, but no, uh, it, it's, there it's, will be names. There will be names you recognize, and people you'll be glad uh, that we introduce you to. Uh, but we're going to do is, you know, the the most we can to present that information in a lot of different ways. You know, so uh, just right off the bat, the pictures will be big enough to see. Uh, <laughs> if it needs to Perfect. go, uh, we also have this concept of an appropriate length for something. Mm -hmm. So you may see articles that stretch out uh, instead of the six pages or eight pages that you see in print. They may go 10, 12, 15 pages. They may get split over several issues and run a year, so you can really get everything there is uh, mm -hmm. in a project. Uh, in addition to that, you know, you hit a point where it makes sense to see a video, we're going to have a video there. So it's, it's really exciting, and, uh, you know, we're, we're working to get a sample, because I think things will be believing once you can see what it looks like. So it you know to me it sounds like you know you're you're still kind of looking at you know that that magazine concept but without the constraints instead of building a digital magazine based on a print magazine you're building the digital magazine you know you're kind of yeah and, and I, I think that's kind of been the issue up till now uh, just with all digital publications mm -hmm. uh, people tend to take what they have in print make right. a PDF out of it and say, ta-da, there's your right. digital <laughs> magazine. Well, if you start from scratch and go back to square one and start thinking, what could we do, uh, you can do a lot more. And it looks a lot better. It's more user-friendly. I think it, it's more valuable. Mm -hmm. Well, and one of the things that um, really pushed me uh, into this was coming from the idea that we were going to unpack or unmake the magazine. Um, and like I said, it's a multi-pronged approach, so it's not really going to be limited to that magazine concept. You're going to see things of coming out <clears throat> differently. Don't expect just a single big issue and that's it. It's There's going to be content and different things happening all the time um, for the subscribers. And it, it's, you know, the idea is we really felt very constrained by the print part of the magazine. You know, it, um, you know, you have advertisers and things that sort of took up pages and you only have a specific number of pages. And we're woodworkers just like you. And we, we not only re read the magazine we were working for, but we also read lots of the others. And, you know, we always got that gloss over feel, you know, like, okay, they left out some stuff, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and, you know, so it was really a question of trying to get to the point where we can avoid all of that left out stuff, and now we can make things a little bit more complete. I mean, how, so, how many articles? How many articles did you read where you got down? It's a six or eight page article, and you get down to the last paragraph and a half, and that's how they explain the finishing process. So <laughs> there's nothing there. So I mean, you know, everybody's right. left out. I got email Dude, after email from people saying. <laughs> I got a bunch you know, of emails from people asking. It only takes two lines. Mm -hmm. 
So it, it, it's funny. We, we, we've, we've, had, we've had Jim Heavey on the show, and he, one of his favorite lines was, the easiest way to ruin a perfectly good project is to blow the finish. So it's good to see that you guys are spending the time to actually you know, expand these different portions out. It can get glossed over. Right. And, and one of the things that I've, I said was, you know, when we were talking about this, was I never considered myself a beginner or an intermediate or an advanced woodworker. I was just a woodworker, and I went out there and tried to learn as much as I could. I made a lot of mistakes along the way and gotten to where I've gotten because of those mistakes. So that's something else that we want to sort of address as we're going through a lot of the things we're talking about and the other people who are going to be writing more than writing is a magazine term, so it's not really that either. It's creating. Um, yeah, the content producers that we're going to have working with us, um, we want them pointing out potential mistake areas and we're going to point out potential ways to avoid those things and how to correct them if you can't. And it's, once again, it goes back to that 360 yeah. thing. It's all encompassing and that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's learning in the way you learn best is what I like to think of it. Yeah, and, and we're gonna ha we're gonna have the uh, space and the ability to, pre uh, to present all alternatives. See, Bob's so happy about it; he gets to get it done. Yeah, but we're also gonna have a lot of a lot of the content will be online, and it will be like in a library online, so that we don't have to recycle the same basic articles every two three years. They'll live on the website. They'll be added to, and then we can point people to those when we're doing a, a newer project. Nice. Okay. So, so I can it's see really, it's really like a liberating thing. Uh, you know, all the things we couldn't do before, and all the things we couldn't, we didn't like as readers. Uh, we don't have to do those anymore. So we're we're pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. No, it's, it sounds great, and I can see how this format, or the what I perceive to be the format, is going to allow you to go into a lot more depth into all these projects. But beyond covering each topic in more detail and in more ways, will this allow you to cover more topics, topics that in any form would never have made it into a regular magazine? Yeah, that's um, one of the things we want to specialize in is all the stuff you'd be crazy to publish if you were in a print magazine. <laughs> and so just different, you know, there are guys all over the country, all over the world doing really great stuff, but if it doesn't fit the box of here's a project you can do in a weekend, here's a project we can make easy, you don't get your power. And so, you know, we want to present, take these guys out of the bushes and get them exposed to people get people exposed to different different kinds of work. That sounds great. Yeah, I mean, and all that's going to do is just help bring more people in because there you know, may be somebody that's interested in that type of thing that they normally can't find in a magazine or they can't find in other places. So, yeah, that's a terrific way to bring more people into the fold. Yeah, really the, the easy way out of this is to kind of make little boxes and, you know, here's the beginner's corner and here's the intermediate corner and we're so we want we something that somebody brand new woodworking is going to enjoy. Somebody who's making their. I I think we've I think we've lost Bob for just a minute there. 
kind of backing in and out. Yeah. Glenn, do you want to take over for just a second there? Well, I wasn't really sure where Bob was going with that. So. <laughs> just, just, just go with it. Make yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he was on the right track. I mean, you know, we are going to look at all areas of woodworking and not, you know, I mean, most of the magazine that we worked for, we were furniture-based for the most part, and techniques were focused around that as well. And we're not necessarily going to stay there. We're going to look at carpentry. We're going to look at boxes. We're going to look at, I mean, anything and everything. You know, our whole idea from the three of us is if, if we look at it and think it sounds cool, then there's guys out there that are going to be interested in it as well. Right. And that's kind of what the whole idea is. You, you know, I, and I know that, I mean, it sounds like you guys have put a tremendous amount of thought into this and, and you know, and a lot of work in it so far. Um, but I know that, you know, just you've probably got a lot of stuff that you're is a little bit unknown and kind of working things out. But, you know, I always have to ask the questions that's a little bit, you know, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, an issue coming out. I mean, when do you perceive you know, maybe a first issue coming out. I mean, obviously, you've got to get the site up and, and get that stuff going, but, you know, do you have any idea of any kind of time frames you can talk about? Chuck? <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell them. <laughs> well, we are, the boss. There's, oh my. our plan is to have um, a, the demo issue, which is going to be a very simple little project um, and maybe... Um, another little column or something that will be available sometime next week so you guys can get a taste of where we're headed. Um, our very first issue, which will be um, what we're calling our January issue, uh, is going to hopefully hit, um, what are we talking about, like Thanksgiving, early December. So you're going to keep that magazine thing of being completely irrelevant as to when the actual dates of the magazine are printed? No, um, we kind of thought if it came out in December, we should call it December. Right. <laughs> that sounds reasonable to me, concept. but I'm not in the print world. <laughs> well, it, yeah, and that's, you know, that, when you put it out three months before the the actual issue month, uh, you've got a problem. And that, that all comes back to the whole idea of in the print area, you got to get everything ready to go and send it out to the printers, and they need so much time for it, so that's the lead time on all of it. But, well, yeah, and a lot of those, those wacky are based on selling at newsstands, and mm -hmm. so if the March issue comes out in January, then it'll stay on the newsstands till March. It seems and new longer. Yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah. so there's all these things that, that we don't have to deal with, and we're pretty happy we don't have to deal with it. And to go back what uh, Chuck was talking about, we're looking at that first issue. It's the it's going to be a total freebie issue. Um, so it's going to be full out. We're just going to put it out there and let everybody have it that wants it. And right. hopefully it'll be a, you know, the idea of this is what the guys are doing and look how fantastic it is. And, you know, everybody's willing to get in there then and sign up and get ready for the next issue. That's fantastic. Yeah, we've got some pretty great people lined up to contribute to the first issue already. So That's great. And we'll leak that out slowly and surely over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> now, will you guys have advertising also, or at this point it's going to be completely subscriber-based? We're not really sure <laughs> yet. Okay, I don't know. Um, Honestly, the, the, the thought was to try and keep it out of, keep advertising out of the issue um, altogether, because one of the things we constantly heard uh, working at a magazine was, boy, those ads really stink. We really like, you know, getting the content without all the advertising and that's uh it, it gives us some freedom too. 
because now if we decide that we really like a tool, we can tell you about it, and if we really think something comes on the market that isn't quite what it ought to be, we can let you know that too um, without having to worry about who's going to you know, cut off our advertising. Yeah, I, th I think it also goes back to, you know, Bob and I were both working with F&W when Woodworking Magazine was out, and and all the time that you talk to people about Woodworking Magazine and you say, you know, what do you like about it, what didn't you like, everybody says, oh, you know, it was so great that it was and didn't have any advertising in it. Mm. And I, I think within our issue, you're not going to see any advertising. On our web page and stuff, there's a potential that you might see some up the road. But right now, we're trying to be free of that. And, you know, this is about woodworking. It's about the, the customer, the, the person that's coming in to subscribe. We want them to enjoy the woodworking part of it and not be you know, hounded by ads, hounded by emails, hounded by all the stuff that we all sat and complained about for all the time we were getting them before. Hmm. Yeah, we actually, promise not to send out 30,000 emails a month. Only 25,000, Chuck? Um, 28.5. Okay. 28 All right. 28.5. But to, to talk on the edge for just a second, I, I'll just I'll throw out my opinion as a reader. Um, the ads and what they do, and I'll just say that I would rather you guys succeed with ads than fail because you don't have ads. So hopefully other readers will be that forgiving, and hopefully you don't need them. I mean, I certainly plan to subscribe, but um, I think the bigger the bigger thing here is that we want you to succeed. Yeah, and it, it may come down to that. You know, I think uh, there are a lot of things where we're depending on the audience to let us know what they want. And and so sure. if we can round up enough people to support us uh, in our donut habit, uh, we, we would rather do without the ads. You know, if, if it does come to we add ads in, uh, we're going to be real discreet about it. And, and I don't think people really mind an ad here and there. I, I think the objective is the number of them and the frequency of them and how they're presented and that kind of thing. And I don't really like Frank Franklin mint plates anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were the first people I had lined up to advertise with us. <laughs> Now, now, guys, I, you've got. You, I'm, I'm, we're, we're here with three people who whose reputations are just stellar in the woodworking community. I mean, just three people who just you know, there's really no introduction needed for you guys. I mean, what, what does that mean? Going into this venture, knowing that you have such cachet, your names have so much value. What does that mean as you set off? First of all, I don't believe that. That's, you know, yeah, I, I don't either. We all I mean, say we're woodworkers. So, you know, we're, we're doing the same thing that, that 10,000 other people or 100,000 other people are don't doing. Believe it, right? Do what? We're, Tom's being a little rough tonight. He's kind of going in and out. So, yeah, he is. Well, certainly it helps. You know, it helps the three of us that we were in a magazine, a national magazine, and it helps that we have all the background behind us. But as far as the woodworking goes, you know, we're doing the same thing everybody else. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah, and, you know, I don't think we think of ourselves the way people have been talking about us the, the last few days. I mean, it's really been kind of a surprise to me uh, to find out people think so highly of us. You know, that... That wasn't the kind of stuff we heard in the office. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Bob we don't surprise, but you know, we were we always wonder about Chuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and we don't think of ourselves as 
personalities. You know, hopefully we have personalities, but uh, we're really about making nice stuff out of wood, and that's you know we're we're kind of simple guys. We're we're woodworkers first, and writers and publishers after that. It's a great way to look at it. I think it'll be a successful way to look at it. We hope so. <laughs> so, all right, tell give us a project that you couldn't do before that now you're jumping at and is gonna you're gonna feature in some upcoming. It doesn't need to be what's gonna be in the first episode, but tell me what we're gonna see now that we couldn't have seen before. Um, <laughs> without without spilling the beans entirely, there's a a piece of furniture. That, that's been on my list for a long time, for several years. And when I thought about doing it, building a reproduction of it, and I thought of it as a magazine article, it was like, I, I just can't, there's so many good stories with this piece that I can't possibly fit it in to one article. So uh, I've talked Glenn and Chuck into letting me take five or six issues to build this thing. You know, so it, it's going to start out with me making some phone calls and driving 1,500 miles in a weekend to go measure and, and photograph this thing. And then it'll, it'll progress on. So that's the kind of thing uh, we certainly never could have done. So you're going to capture the entire journey of building it, not just an instructional, here are the, the key points of making whatever aspect of it, but the whole journey of it from measuring to fabrication of the new one. Yeah, there's, there's a good backstory of where the piece came from. Uh, there's also some fatal flaws in the construction of it, and so I have to deal with that. So it, it's, I like good stories. I like the stories behind pieces, and so I hope, you know, we're, I hope people enjoy hearing that. We're going to try. We're, this is all pretty much experimental, you know, so uh, I'm kind of hoping you may find this forever. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of our attitude with it is, let's see if this works. And let's build an organization that can turn on it. You know, I, I don't think any exactly of us... like how we would work. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you take your chances, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, there's there's a lot of risk to it. And it, it's pretty much the same risk you get when you start cutting up mahogany or teak or anything that costs a lot of money. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's... Do the best you can, and, and hope the people like it, and hope you get paid for it. It's always it a plus. The experience is going to be a lot of fun. Well, we're really excited about it. I think a lot of people are because you know there's a, you know, a, a lot of expectations from this, and so we're we're pretty excited to see what happens. We have to lower those expectations. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're starting up. <laughs> <laughs> you keep going up. It's really, I think you alluded to this earlier, it's really a chance to basically reinvent the way people get their content. It's, it's a totally new experience. And, you know, with all the new technology, the Internet has changed the way, I mean, just the ability for me to, you know, be in the field as a public information officer and actually able to take broadcast quality pictures with my phone that the TV news stations put out just changes everything. And just seeing that now we're going to move this into woodworking, it's kind of an interesting take. It'll be interesting to see what comes of this. Yeah. Well, my, my big deal on it is if we can move the industry ever so slightly into a, a moving up and, and, and taking the technologies and starting to apply it for all the magazines, I'd love to see that because I think this whole area is an area that's undeveloped and can definitely 
use the uh, use a push to maybe get themselves headed in the right direction. So where all the information gets better and better and better. You know, and it's and it's interesting to see that because I think there's been a push from the consumer side for you know several years for that. You know, there's you know we've talked about it a lot, and 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 a lot of the other people online and stuff, bloggers and and you know podcasts and things like that have talked about you know where is this heading? You know, where's this? You know, where's the print, and how's it evolving into into more of a mixed media type thing? And uh, you know, this this may be the way to kind of push that over the line a little bit and kind of mix it up. So, exactly. Ten years ago, would this have been possible? What we're doing tonight? Right. I mean, three people who blog talking to three people who were published in the magazine, having a live conversation that people can look in and mm -hmm. see. And we're talking about the future of the industry. Ten years ago, this was unfathomable. Now look at it. We're 20 is, we're, we're moving on. We're just moving ahead. This is great if there was only somebody that actually listened to it, Tom. Well, yeah. My, my, mom listens every episode, just so you know. Wait, you mean I'm missing sleep for this and nobody's out there? No, Tom, Tom's mom's listening. Trust us. every time we broadcast. She's going to be so excited. My son... No, you know, I mean, guys, I mean, you know, real honestly, this is, this is, I mean, this is, this 10 years ago wouldn't have even been a thought, wouldn't have been possible. Now look where you are. I mean, this is, this is, this is like real Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin kind of stuff. And we're kind of hoping well, we can push that, that envelope even you know? further. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, honestly, we really are kind of We're, we're kind of like kids in a candy store. You know, it, it's what can we do and, and what kind of, a, you know, and this is just, Going into it, we've got a lot of, of ideas for different ways to do things, and I, I think as it grows and as it progresses, uh, you're going to see more. Yeah. And, and we, we've just flipped the lid open on the box, and you know what comes out of it and how we think outside of it from here, we can go in, in so many different directions. Yeah, we're looking at a lot of different ways to, uh, to creatively apply the technology technology that's available to us, and as the technology gets better, I mean, we're going to be able to run even further faster. Mm -hmm. Well, well, guys, we're um, you know, like I said, we're we're very excited about um, what's to come, and uh, you know, we we really appreciate you guys coming on and and giving us kind of a hint as to um, to to what to expect, and um, pretty exciting. So, you, you know, one one it's thing I would like to say, too. I'm I'm sure, and one thing I would like to see is is just kind of each of you kind of go through and give um, you know one kind of final kind of thought as to what, you know, kind of what you think. One more chance to say, you know, something on, on what your expectations, you know, are. Chuck? Great, thanks. My expectations are um, I'm kind of hoping we can take what a lot of the magazines were early on and, you know, you had that, everybody had, I, I, mean, I remember being a kid um, and getting the magazine in and, like, just being totally wired to to sit down and read this thing cover to cover and then go out and try some of those weird things you know like I said I never really thought of myself as a beginner or an intermediate I just thought of myself as a woodworker and I got through one thing and then figured out what I did wrong and then moved on and it's that excitement of discovery and getting better at what you're doing and all of that stuff that I'm kind of hoping that we can sort of convey it's that passion Great. Glenn? Uh, I think for me, um, I probably look at it as one of the reasons I got into woodworking is because every six to seven weeks, give or take, you know, you start a new project and everything's new and you regenerate and you 
hit the reset button and you're ready to go. And that was one of the things that drew me into the magazines to begin with was that whole idea that each issue goes out the door and a new one starts because it's kind of refreshing to start that whole process again. And what I'd like to do here is hit the reset button, not only on just my stuff and what we do or our ideas on what we're doing, but also to hit a reset button on the magazine business as a whole. I mean, the average reader of a magazine, a woodworking magazine, is probably around 57. So what you see is this technology, the lapse in it coming into the magazines and woodworking magazines is because most of the people that are there are a little older and less apt to run to the new technologies. So I want to reset the button on woodworking magazines and push the, the envelope a little bit here and, and see where things can go. And I think we're on a great ride and we're going to take a lot of input from people and, you know, down the road someplace, uh, I just as soon be known for this as I am for a piece of furniture that I built somewhere along the process. Fantastic. Nice. Says the guy in the 1970s NASA headset. Hey, I like that. <laughs> Like That's a good talking, talking to Neil Armstrong. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bob? Uh, Bob? Yeah, well, Glenn and Chuck took all the good things I was going to say. <laughs> I, stole your I, thunder. Thunder. <laughs> I, I think there are a lot more woodworkers out there than, than people assume they are, That and, and there are a lot more younger woodworkers than, than people think they are. And so if we can start to reach that and expand the base of the audience, uh, that's kind of where I would like to go with this. And, and I, I would really like to, as Chuck said, bring the excitement back. You know, if we come out on at noon on the first of the month, I want people to take the afternoon off that day. You know, that's, that's kind of, I want it to be exciting and, and thrilling and something you look forward to seeing. And, uh, you know, I couldn't ask for two better guys to jump into this with. You know, I, I think oh, we could, really, really make a good team working together, and uh, I think it's going to be good. Fantastic. I'll tell you, you know, this is this is the dawn of a new day, it, it, and it, we're really excited. And, uh, you know, guys, if it's okay with you, um, when we get a couple of issues under the belt, any chance you guys want to come back and tell us how it's going? Shoot, yes. Bring us up. We're there. Good. I'm glad to hear that because it's hey. going to be a big deal. I got, I've got a feeling about it. Hey, and I've just got to ask one more question. I mean, we've got oh, a here magazine. we go. We got a magazine coming out here. I mean, can we expect you know at least a swimsuit issue or something here? I mean, what, 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 what? You no, 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 no. The last time I had a pair of speedos on the <laughs> you can some things cannot be unsaid. <laughs> you know, we, you know, we had the uh, the MWA. Uh, Calendar um, two years ago, and that yeah. was uh, surprisingly. It, That's why we're saying no. We did not. Sell, <laughs> we did not sell out of them like we anticipated. <laughs> we, we were. We, we. I mean, there were there were literally like tens of them printed. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't sell them. And we Your had to get buy them all, Tom. <laughs> we, we had to give away most of them, and people like lined their bird cages with them. It was great. <laughs> 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 that being said, um, that's going to about wrap it up for tonight's show. Um, if you're missing us already, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. And once you're subscribed, you'll be sure to never miss another exciting episode. And while you're on iTunes, please be sure to leave us a five-star rating, even if you don't believe we deserve it, because it helps us it helps our rank so others can more easily find us and can laugh uncontrollably at what we do. 
be, before I get more into where people can find oh, us, Tom, I want to ask you gentlemen, would one of you like to pimp the website and talk about what people can do there right now to find out more about 360 Woodworking? Again, I'll defer to Chuck. Chuck! <laughs> okay, it is 360 Woodworking. That's three, the numeral 360woodworking.com. Um, and right now there is a construction page up that uh, allows you to enter your name and your email address, and that puts you on a list to let you know that uh, the site has gone live when it when it actually does. And at that point, um, there will be content. We keep talking about an issue and how it's going to come out, you know, on a specific month, but uh, there's going to be content pretty much constantly coming up on there. Yeah, and yeah we've got a, a real firm launch date of any day now. <laughs> And one of the things we've been doing is Market. we're reporting all of the posts from our individual blogs onto the new site. And so that's that's taken a little bit of time because uh, it's the three of us doing it. So there's going to be a lot of content there, a lot of free content. Mm -hmm. And we're also our contributors will be adding to that. It's kind of a part of the concept is, is this is where the good solid information is going to be. I'm sure it will with you guys behind it. Um, and people go to the site now, they can also uh, click links to follow 360 Woodworking on Twitter and Google+. Um, so <clears throat> uh, you guys are already starting to share some stuff there. I encourage everyone to follow that. Uh, but if they want to find out more about the Modern Woodworkers Association, be sure to visit modernwoodworkersassociation.com. Follow the MWA on Twitter at MWA underscore national. You can like the MWA on Facebook or circle the Modern Woodworkers Association on Google+. While you're there, join the MWA Google Plus community for project sharing, discussion, and loads of woodworking banter. All right, and I'm Chris Adkins of HighRockWoodworking.com, or you can find me on Twitter at HighRockWW. I'm Diami Plotke of PenultimateWoodshop.com. On the Twitter, I am at Diami Plotke, D-Y-A-M-I-P-L-O-T-K-E. And I'm the resident shop monkey, Tom Iovino of Tom'sWorkbench.com and at Tom'sWorkbench on Twitter. Until we see you again, we wish you all happy Saturdays. Thanks for listening.